0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the View from the Nest podcast, where myself, Dark Forest Capital, and my fellow contributor at Index Co-op, AG, run through the weekly happenings at the Index Co-op, and we use the newsletter that uh, I publish every week normally as as a base for sort of discovering what's been going on and talking more about it. You might notice that this week we actually missed one because we were talking about MVI and we did our podcast special. So we're going to go back a week. This week, and and talk about what happened last week in, in the newsletter, and, and just pick up from there, really. So, AG, how are you doing this week?
1: Yeah, yeah, doing doing well. Um, it's been busy as always. I think a lot of activity, um, a lot of new people coming in, which uh, which is quite nice to see, and uh, a lot a lot for us to cover. And that's not even sort of including the latest week, which uh, continued to be quite rapid pace and i think this is you know uh we're getting to the point where it's getting rather hard to keep up with everything going on on the forums and socials so uh it's getting (laughs) it's getting harder to do this podcast yeah i'm definitely
0: at the same point as you really with our focus on mbi last week i just didn't have time to to keep up with the governance forum or some of the goings on and i've got to apologize to all the you know, all the fans out there who are clearly waiting on tenterhooks for this week's newsletter and it hasn't come out. But you are, of course, covered by Mr. Medillo with his weekly flyer, which gives you the latest and greatest info on what our product pipeline looks like, um, some facts and figures around all of the products that we've already launched and, and puts that into context against the wider crypto market and in terms of performance. So go and check that out if you haven't already. Um he does tweet it out every week and puts it on the governance forum as well. So that, that should keep you tidied over until next weekend. So if we wanna get straight into this and pick up where we left off effectively two weeks ago now, um, the first thing that I talked about in the newsletter was impression mining, which is something that Lemonade Alpha, our resident growth expert, has uh, put forward as an idea. And this is basically where you can take your receipts in inverted commas um, for your Twitter impressions to Lemonade and he will pay you depending on how many people you've reached with your tweets, which that sounds awesome to me. Like I I can't think of a better way for getting people involved quite quickly into what we're doing in the Index Co-op. I mean, you said a lot of people are turning up um, a lot of new faces are turning up. This is a great way to like launch pad people into uh, Index Co-op and when they can come in and show how they've been evangelizing what we do on Twitter already. So I think this is really good.
1: Yeah, I think it also lends itself a bit more to people who sort of already have an audience, right, and and can sort of spread the message uh, about the co-op and, and our product. And uh, I think this kind of helps them a little bit. But I think overall it's uh, it's, it's a really fun and innovative idea to... Uh, generate impressions right and lemonade always says impressions 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 and this program actually incentivizes impressions which is awesome
0: yeah and he's got it down to a T um, I, I don't know if you were at his content workshop the other week but he ran everybody through some of the basics of like how you how to maximize your engagement on your tweets and how to represent the index co-op as best you can. And then he obviously talked about his own ability to be, um, I can't remember how exactly he put it, but I put it as successfully arrogant in the world of crypto Twitter.
1: <laughs> I think it was uh, playfully arrogant. Playfully arrogant. Anyway, right? it was it was some kind of arrogant. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, he's got that down to
0: a T. So um, yeah, the content workshop was great. Following it up with the impression mining is going like, to really supercharge it, hopefully. And um, yeah, just spread the word about what we're doing which is always good, I think. On to the next item, which was the market making loan. So Reagan, obviously we set him off going with 100K to pursue um, centralized exchange listings a while back. And very recently he has bagged KuCoin as our first like major exchange. I'm not sure if that counts as tier one, I guess not. It's probably tier two. I don't know if you have any more insight onto that AG, but yeah. We're ready to go with that. We just needed to provide a loan of DPI for the market makers to actually create a a market for people to trade the token. And then that's all ready to go.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not sure if it's uh, tier one or tier two, but the exchange listings has been kind of a a lengthy and uh, sometimes painful process. And, uh, you know, I certainly hope that kind of KuCoin listing for example could really sort sort of open the floodgates a little bit and uh lead to kind of the, the domino effect if you will and uh i know that kind of the the team has been really busy working on this and and trying to get dpi on on exchanges and uh, some obviously legal considerations there but i certainly hope that you know this is this is going to cause a cascade of listings Which is awesome. I think DPI is uh, a perfect centralized exchange product, and uh, obviously some centralized exchanges have uh, their competing sort of centralized DeFi indices, um, right? That and I don't know how much that plays into kind of their decisions decision making process on listing DPI. But it's uh, in my mind, and obviously I'm biased, but it's a perfect product for um, for beginners. It's a perfect product for retail participants who just want exposure to the sector so yeah really excited to um to see the KuCoin listing go live and uh kind of see what see what happens after that on on that front
0: yeah me too um i I mean i remember when i first started working at the co-op and i explained what i was doing to my friends who were i don't know how you'd put it but like they had a toe in the water for for crypto since like 2017, they knew a bit about like the speculative side of it and how to get on an exchange and, and actually buy something. And a lot of them had just had coins sat on the exchange since 2017. And straight away, I was like, well, there's a great opportunity here because DPI does all that work in the background, no matter where it's sat. So to get on centralized exchanges means that if people come in and just buy that and, and then they forget about crypto for another couple of years the, the dpi is going to be working for them in the background doing the rebalances always holding the, the top tokens within DeFi, and so it's perfect for the, for the people who are just coming in and getting that first taste of crypto in in that way so it will be yeah it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds and and what effect it has on our aum and and how we track it but um yeah very exciting step and it does kind of link nicely with the, the next item on the list which was a quick tweet to say that we'd just seen over 150 million um, TVL for DPI uh, the other week. Uh, I think it's dipped slightly below uh, below that since then, but uh, obviously Big Sky is not going to be happy until it's 1 billion AUM, but it just goes to show that even without any centralized exchanges listing it, apart from BitMart, we were already at an extremely high like TVL compared to our competitors and that DPI has this really strong product market fit uh, within the DeFi space.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I think we can also talk about kind of the next item on the newsletter in, in this context, uh, which was the uh, rebalancing. So the, the March rebalancing, a, a few interesting things there, right? One was the slight change to the methodology which included a 25% uh, max uh, weight for a single token. Um, and that that was sort of triggered by uh, Uniswap getting a uh, really big. I, I think it's uh, uh, $15, $16 billion um, in terms of its valuation. And for a market cap weighted index, um, I, I I believe it would have made up like about 50% of, of DPI if uh, there was no change to the methodology. Um, so uh, the the team over at uh, DeFi Pulse uh, decided that um, this was an appropriate uh, change. And, and so um, Uniswap was capped at 25%. And uh, I believe sort of th- this change will continue uh, going forward as part of the, the methodology. Um, and then uh, we've also added farm and cream to, to DPI. And uh, both are relatively small uh, weights, I think probably 0. 0.6, 0.7% at this, at this stage, but uh, certainly glad to see the product grow and, and include um, more tokens from, from the DeFi ecosystem especially the kind of the, the top tier projects like Harvest and Cream.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure the set rebalancer bot is, is very happy about all these new inclusions, but it's good to see for broad like, exposure for, to the DeFi sector, which is the whole point of DPI. Um, and obviously we're now starting to try and work on a solution for our index token liquidity, because there is no reason that the index token couldn't be included perhaps in the future. Um, as long as we meet all the other criteria for for the methodology so yeah it's great to see these these extra inclusions coming in and, and dpi really like living up to its promise of of giving people that exposure that they need to DeFi. i'll just touch on really quickly the next item that we, we had in the newsletter which was the metaverse index logo challenge obviously i'd hope that by now everybody has seen uh, the metaverse index has gone live we did a podcast special on it last week if you haven't checked that out already then do go and have a listen um, we talk all about like how we got the index to where it is today getting it to launch uh, the most exciting projects that we'd done our research on um, and, th- and then AG went into detail around the methodology and how we tweaked that to make sure that the product was ready and, and the market was able to like um, accept it in terms of like liquidity and and building it up so Definitely go and check that out. Uh, the logo is sick. Thanks to uh, Raliph Ram who designed it. Um, I think everybody's super like stoked with with the logo and how it turned out on that one. So the next thing to talk about will be the Synthetics Deadpool Mirror Index, which is a proposal put forward jointly between Over Analyzer from Index Co-op and uh, two gents from Synthetics itself. Now, I've been given. The thankless task of explaining this to everybody who's listening, and as somebody who doesn't use synthetics, I'm going to do my best. But basically, when you use synthetics, you um, you hold or purchase SNX tokens, and you are able to stake those within the synthetics uh, ecosystem. When you do that, it gives you the ability to mint synthetic um, tokens up to a certain collateralization ratio, which is uh, 500%, I believe. So what the guys at Synthetics have found is that some of the larger users, when they do this, um, obviously they're taking on a share of the debt pool. So when you mint that Synthetic asset, it becomes like a, a debt owed back um, within the protocol. So when products like um, Synthetic BTC or Synthetic ETH go up in value, that debt effectively increases so in order to hedge that position you would have to actually buy the real world products so that you're able like if they go up in price you're able to sell some of it off to top up your snx amount to maintain your collateralization ratio what we've been able to offer at index co-op jointly with synthetics is this product that contains uh, wrapped btc wrapped eth Dai, dpi and link and that pretty much roughly mirrors the synthetic debt pool as a whole. So that they're obviously their most popular products are SPTC, SE, so on and so forth. Um, so you can hold this single token and that allows you to hedge your exposure to any synthetic products that you've minted effectively because any price increase will be captured by that index token. So it's a very niche product, but it's it's quite exciting to be able to, like, offer something and, and collaborate on this. Um, and the other interesting thing is, because of the, the makeup of it, it, it might actually be quite a nice product for people who are just looking for, like, more, that more broad exposure. As I say, if you've got BTC, ETH, DPI, a bit of dye in there and some link, like, that's all that's, all that's in there. So it's quite a straightforward product. But you've got uh, some diversification, you've got, um, obviously, profit-taking into dye at certain points you've got exposure to the defi sector through dpi and then you've got everybody's favorite um link in there as well so you've got that occasional rocket ship because as we've seen in, in through the backtest data like it, when link takes off it really does take off and you can rebalance that back into your your sort of blue chips and your um uh, btc and eth so yeah i'm i'm really interested to see how this one turns out uh, as with everything else like I think we're we're launching some fantastic products at the moment, and uh, while it is very complicated in niche, I think from a customer point of view, somebody who just turns up to the indexgot website or to tokenset's website and sees this uh, this is, this does have the potential to like have a greater reach than just synthetics users at the end of the day
1: yeah, and I think uh, an interesting thing to mention about this proposal is that it was proposed to kick off this product with intrinsic productivity, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken. So um, the idea was to basically, from the get-go, use uh, the underlying assets and use them productively across uh, DeFi. Mm-hmm. And so with ETH, DAI, RAPBTC, and LINK, I think all of those have decent yield-generating opportunities across the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And the the idea was that kind of, uh, because this product um, initially is targeted towards the uh, synthetics power users, right, so to speak, and uh, who by default are sort of DeFi power users, um, they would understand intrinsic productivity. Like they would be comfortable with uh, the underlying assets being used uh, productively in in DeFi. So I, I think you know I think that's like uh, an interesting. Additional interesting twist on this product that allows us to test this out, right, with an audience that's already DeFi savvy and understand understands what's going on, and also even if we say that the target market is um, somewhat limited to synthetics users, um, intrinsic productivity still allows us to generate extra income um, on those assets.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's certainly something that I'm interesting in holding even like just just for all of the points that you mentioned there and as it's possibly going to be the first product that we deploy intrinsic productivity on I'm very keen to experience that and the best way to experience stuff and, and learn about it is, is often to put your money where your mouth is so yeah I'm, I'm keen to see this one get to launch really from from one big brain product to another perhaps you want to tell us a little bit about the DVIX that was proposed uh, last week as well
1: yeah, I'll 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 do my best. <laughs> but um yeah, so a couple of uh community members who I believe have uh some technical background um when it comes to um to financial instruments. Uh, proposed uh, a, basically a decentralized volatility index or or DVIX, uh which is similar to um the very well-known uh, VIX index. And uh, what this product would allow you to do if launched is basically bet on the volatility of, of crypto. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it, it can kind of serve multiple purposes from speculation to, to hedging. Um, and uh, in in simple terms, right, what it does is it measures kind of the implied volatility of a given product, and I think um, the proposal kind of um, was talking about using ETH uh, to start with, and, and so it measures, like it would measure the implied volatility of ETH uh, based on the price of ETH options, right? And um uh, the idea here is that, like, to to be able to fully do this on a decentralized basis, you need kind of um, very deep options market uh, on uh, decentralized options platforms like Hedgic um, and and so on. And I think for ETH, kind of that market is is somewhat there. Um, for BTC, not so much. But the guys also said uh, we're also talking about how you could actually build a non-chain product using um, centralized prices, right? So you you could use um, option pricing from Deribit or uh, other centralized exchange. So it's interesting because, like, the product I think. A lot of investors are very familiar with it uh, in terms of uh, VIX and being able to bet on volatility, but trying to decide or vote for something like this as a community, I think is going to be a bit challenging just because of the complexities uh, involved in kind of understanding the the structure and, and the design um, of this product, right? Um, so. I think it's been, it's been on the forum for, for a couple of weeks now, and I think there's, there's some discussion um, that, that's been going on. And uh, certainly, I think, I think this product is going to happen. Um, I, I'm, I, I guess I don't have sort of enough information or enough understanding to know if, if the time is now for this product to be launched.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. We're we're really pushing the limits on this one. Um, I think, given that it's been in our roadmap and and Felix uh, laid it out in a post a while back when he laid out the vision for the index co-op going forward, one of those uh, steps on the on the path were, or or was the volatility indices. So it's it's something that we want to do. It's definitely gonna add to our moat. Uh, and when you look at Fly, like there is no other competitor in our space that's doing anything as complicated as that, and this is just another step in that direction. So, like the technical lift required is is something that potentially only um, set in in conjunction with Index Co op can deliver. So that it makes it interesting from that standpoint, but whether or not we're ready for it, and then trying to like thread through it with like that common theme that we have everywhere else across our index got products which is trying to make investing in these complicated sectors or products easier that's going to be really interesting to understand like how do we how do we manage that how do we communicate why this product might be useful and and maybe it's not for everybody i mean the vix is obviously something that a lot of people warn you against in traditional markets like you should only use it if you know what you're doing and so maybe in this case it's the same where like we, we obviously don't want users picking up something that they don't understand or may not be able to use correctly so it's it's going to be a challenge to like balance those things and I, I think it will be um yeah it will be interesting to try and communicate why it's important and and how you use it. To, to potential users in the future, so I'm excited for it. What I understand of it and and how it could fit within like your portfolio or uh, you know as, as a hedge, um, I I think that's simple enough and and definitely there's going to be some demand for it. But it's communicating that more broadly and like understanding what the addressable market is and how we get it out there. It it's all of that stuff which Index co is really good at and and that's where you know our strength lies and, and where we can come in to to help this product like reach. Uh, it's, it's full potential, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, from the hedging perspective, right, it's just easier because uh, right now you would hedge by using options, for example, right? And you need to either buy options or uh, sell options, pay premiums, and so on here. Like in the case of DIVX, if if it was a token, uh, you just buy a token. And, you know, it... Um, it moves with volatility, and you usually see that, like in traditional markets, the VIX will kind of spike in the in the periods of sell-off. Uh, you look at kind of uh, the VIX behavior during the 08-09 crisis. You look at the VIX behavior during the the COVID March sell-off in the stock market, and it like it, it acts really well as a kind of fear indicator uh, for the market, and uh, is is really go- good good. Um, Hedging tool.
0: I know that if it existed today, I would be buying some right now in prep for, for the Coinbase IPO. Because I don't know what's going to happen, but I think the crypto market is going to move on on that launch, um, one way or another. So, is it going to be a sell the news, or is it going to be a I don't know a rocket ship for crypto? Uh, we'll find out. Now I've said that, obviously it's just going to stay flat for the week, but. <laughs> Uh, luckily, the DVIX doesn't actually exist yet, so I, I'm not spending any money on it. Okay, last thing to cover was a bit more about MVI. Uh, I think we were obviously very excited at this point because it was just prior to launch. Um, and you know people within and external to the co-op were talking about it. Uh, we covered a tweet thread from Accelerated Capital who broke it down, talked a bit about what was inside it, the methodology. All that good stuff um and now we've got it out the door and we're looking at four and a half million dollars worth of liquidity in uniswap and uh market cap of close to are we close to four million now about three three and a half, three point eight 3.8 or something so yeah a, a good launch we're seeing the numbers creep up um we have talked about it quite a lot at this point but uh yeah i think you and i are excited to just get our teeth into it and and start like embedding ourselves in the different projects now and see where it goes from here, like what's on the radar and what projects are up and coming, how we might improve it, how we might give uh, MVI some utility in the future, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I don't want to spend any more time on, on MVI. I think uh, we've been talking about it nonstop for, for a month now. Um, I, I think like just because there, there was no... Newsletter for last week. Uh, one thing that I wanted to mention that did happen last week that I think is quite exciting is uh, the proposal from uh, DeFi Pulse for for the Bitcoin Fly product. I think uh, you know we've seen ETH Fly work really well. I think it's uh, about twenty million in in market cap at the moment. The fee on that is about two percent, um, one uh, which is uh, you know, which is great in terms of uh, revenue generation and, and with the uh, mint fees as well. So bringing in something like uh, a BTC fly, I think is, is a, is a no brainer and uh, quite excited about that. I, I hope that like from the engineering perspective, it's as simple as uh, sort of copy paste and obviously I, I don't want to come across as ignorant of the work involved, but I, I, I hope it, it is sort of a simple implementation and then, you know, you can have a BTC Fly, a BTC liquidity pool, um, or you can have a BTC Fly, ETH Fly liquidity pool, which is uh, quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, I was quite excited about that. And I thought it was sort of worth mentioning and, and bringing it up.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a good point. And like you say, what, you know, what comes after that, if it is copy and paste, um, as you so eloquently put it, then... We could have DPI fly and various other products like from that point onwards. So it's massive for index co-op. Again, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier about like that technical moat, the fact that we have put the work in up front for this means that hopefully we can continue to roll these products out and really take the market by storm. So I'm also excited to see where it goes from here and that's about it. I think
1: I, I, I just, yeah, like one more thing. I think, uh, the the D five Paul's team we're talking about link uh, fly and uh, I think if we can do that and uh, bring the uh, the green frog army uh, along kind of buy our products <laughs> that could be that could be a fun marketing campaign
0: yeah I can't think of much more degenerate activity than leveraging your link position so yeah
1: fully <laughs> on board with that leverage your frog memes
0: <laughs> cool um yeah thanks for that ag and uh, another week another absolutely jam-packed week as always in the index co-op back to normal service hopefully this weekend with another newsletter and the podcast from then on so thanks for joining us ag and talking through everything and i think that's it
1: great thanks everyone